A philosopher is a person who knows more and more about less and less until he knows nothing about everything. This clever quote, which as a meme I originally came across on Instagram, and which, like so many others of its kind, is stubborn in its refusal to be attributed to any one author, speculations ranging from John Zyman the physicist, to Conrad Lorenz the ethologist, to William Ward Fowler the historian, this quote always struck me with its humorous relatability. Philosophy is one of those disciplines that is paradoxical in that you enter into it knowing little, if anything, then exiting it knowing just as much, if not less. For philosophy's critical project ultimately consists in undermining. To this day, over four years after my initiation into the subject, I'm still confident that I know very little of philosophy, a skeptical sentiment which lies at its very heart, from Socrates to Montaigne. When I was younger and more naive, I saw philosophy as the ultimate means of learning what life and the world are. And now, although I still hold on to these core beliefs, I'm less certain of them and more humble. In the last year or so, coming back to this quote, more self-doubting and tragically self-aware than amused, I find myself worrying, what is the use of philosophy anyway? Four years ago, I would have had a ready, passionate response. Today, I have a less ready, more un uncertain response, but a response no wise lacking in passion. There are plenty of articles online, especially philosophy department blurbs on university websites, that seek to justify philosophy in the 21st century. And while I do agree with them, I will not be hopping on that bandwagon. The posts that I have in mind are those which talk about philosophy with liberal arts values in a scientific, technologically driven world, where the real world changers are engineers, softwares, designers, computer scientists, and entrepreneurs. Whereas those in the humanities, the historian, the writer, the musician, the artist, and above all, the useless leech of society, the philosopher, are becoming increasingly obsolete. The posts that I have in mind are those which argue that, on the contrary, philosophy and the liberal arts are indispensable to such a world. Their position is that philosophy is useful for the following reasons. Creativity and critical thinking, which are cultivated in philosophy, are necessary in a technological society. So it is really the philosophers who will change the world. Speaking and writing well, which are cultivated through the study of logic, argumentation, and rhetoric in philosophy, are a must for any good presenter and worker. So it is really the philosophers who will change the world. And legal and ethical reasoning, which are cultivated in philosophy, readily prepare one for a career as a lawyer or a consultant for a company. So it is really the philosophers who will change the world. I agree with all these judgments. Philosophy and the liberal arts are integral in the 21st century. However, I do not like these judgments because, in my opinion, they neglect the essence of philosophy. What I mean by this is that it is an attempt to show that philosophy is relevant to the world, that philosophy, despite what many might say, is keeping up with the pace of the world, when the real aim, I think, is the reverse, namely, showing that we and our endeavors are relevant for the task of philosophy, that we are able to keep pace with the mission which philosophy sets before us, in other words, critical reflection. Whenever one writes about how important philosophy is in our current age due to its ability to keep us clear-headed, it seems to me to come off as desperate, a way of crying out against being left behind. Left behind what? Science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. And this precisely is the problem, that philosophy is being compared to the hard sciences in the first place. It is foolish to argue that an apple is relevant as a vegetable because it is a categorical error. One mistakenly believes a thing to be com comparable in terms of a different category. 
Few would assign philosophy to the natural sciences or technology per se. To be sure, it can be applied to them, but it is not indigenous. It does not belong within that domain. To constantly bring up philosophy and the discourse surrounding STEM, to compare them in the same sentence, to attempt to justify the former in service of the latter, is to pervert and compromise philosophy's intrinsic worth. As such, whenever one points out the uses of philosophy in terms of the modern discourse surrounding technical literacy or anything like that, one thereby debases and undermines philosophy itself, precisely because one does not speak of philosophy in its own native domain, but instead gropes for whatever connection one can make to foreign enterprises. Subsequently, it is no wonder that philosophy, after so much wear, appears at best subservient and at worst useless and outdated. Because we are used to the criteria of the sciences, and because we are adapting it to that vocabulary and milieu, philosophy is not able to be its own independent, autonomous subject. With the intertwining of philosophy and religion during the Roman Empire, the Jewish philosopher Philo, and later the Christian apologist Clement, declared, Philosophia and Silla Theologiae, philosophy the handmaiden of theology. For them, philosophy had its use solely in service of Judaism and Christianity, respectively, insofar as it helped construct rational arguments to clarify and elaborate on religious doctrines. Thus, philosophy is not intrinsically valuable. It was a crutch or leg upon which religion rested. Of course, one might argue that, being such a crutch or leg, philosophy was actually in a privileged position, seeing as it was a necessary component without which religion or the sciences could not stand on its own. However, in this case, as a handmaiden or leg, philosophy derives its, its value not from itself, but from something higher than itself, namely its position, its hierarchical ranking, which does not elevate it, but quite the reverse. In the 21st century, we can now state philosophia and silla scientiae, philosophy the handmaiden of the sciences. We must return philosophy to its own domain again. We must return philosophy to itself that philosophy's value and use may be judged again against philosophy alone. We must reassert the independence of philosophy. Ask not what philosophy can do for modern society and the sciences, but what philosophy can do in and of itself and for us. Thus far, I've been rambling about the status of philosophy, but I have yet to touch on the very subject of this post. When it comes down to it, of what use is philosophy? Nevertheless, everything leading up to now has been necessary, for it establishes that if we want to genuinely pose this question, which I am now going to do, we have first to realize that philosophy is its own independent search, meaning it cannot be measured by other disciplines' standards. We are now left one-on-one -on -one with philosophy. So, of what use is philosophy?